0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rappers podcast presented to you by Flawless News Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Um, I go by Black Dante on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, not Facebook. No, it's not Facebook. (laughs) Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know her like that um and my aka for today will be uh thank god for ac because the bitches is, is sleeping hear me i'm bitches um and i'm joined by my friend and my co-host
1: what's up everybody it's candace aka not so newlywed pc on all social media um i don't do i got an AK?
0: happy birthday king Taj.
1: for sure look at you doing the lord's work happy birthday Taji. My baby turned one. We are excited. He has played himself out with all of the great toys. Shout out shout out to his godparents and London's godparents. Shout out to uh, Keith and Erica and Kia and Bree and Daryl aka son of Solomon on Twitter. Um, If y'all didn't know that's one of one of my best friends as well. I will fuck you up about him. Same way I'll fuck you up about Jeremy I will fuck you up about Bree You know the list goes on But let me just say A lot of y'all are miserable Because y'all don't have good circles And good community And good villages Get you a good village It makes a difference Also
0: Shout out, shout out to Daryl One of the most niggiest niggas I've ever known to for need.
1: sure. For sure <laughs> Um Daryl took time out his day to FaceTime us so he could help sing happy birthday to Taj. If that's not the most godparent shit in the world, what is? True. What is? Um has anything weird let me say this before we get started. Leave them sisters alone. Leave Chloe and Haley, Hallie, however she leave them girls alone. Y'all are 40 years old. Constantly crying about Chloe being too sexy or too provocative or what we- leave that girl the fuck alone. Y'all was participating in Twitter after dark. I don't want to hear shit y'all got to say <laughs> about sex, sex appeal, and anything else. If you if you want to have a conversation about Ooh. the music and how you don't care for the music, it's not hitting like it should, it's not giving what it was supposed to have, gave that's fine. But a lot of y'all are trying to are using the music to take digs at her perceived sexual self. She gets to define what she feels is sexy. She gets to portray what she feels is sexy. That is her right. And it's a lot of you old hoes too. A lot of you old hoes got a lot to say.
0: Twitter after dark. That's a hell of a throwback right there. You
1: hear me? It's too many of y'all was participating in Twitter after dark. Too many of y'all was sending news on BBM.
0: <laughs> and that's some internet history for you right now.
1: Too many of y'all was on rude.com. Okay. Give it a fuck. Is that still rest. a thing? Is this still with us? I, I have no idea. I have no hmm. idea.
0: We've been on the internet a long time.
1: A long time.
0: Too long, honestly. But
1: the, the fact remains that. Y'all are doing too much. And it's not even about being a target audience. If you don't like her music, don't listen. But some of y'all got perfect fucking attendance at trying to tear her down because she's trying to find out and discover her sexual self. It's not that deep. It really is not that deep. Shaking ass is not that deep to me. Y'all ain't never seen this girl full nudity pictures or nothing and y'all acting like she's is out here selling pussy through DMs.
0: You go down in the DM.
1: Like it's just so weird to me. Like it's okay, she twerk. Who don't? She like to dress a little provocative. Who don't? Yeah. She, I... set, out, she set out a thirst trap here and there. Who don't? Give yeah. it a rest.
0: Those conversations do get weird because it's kind of like you said, like there's like if is we want thing that you're just talking about the music and you know, maybe the art or lack of uh commitment to the art or whatever, like that's fair. Like yeah, that's, that's those are music conversations that you know you have about anybody, but it gets weird because that other group of people that's just being haters kind of use that is like when people use a good faith argument to start a bad faith argument.
1: That's that's exactly what it is. That's it's exactly weird. what it is. I don't particularly care for her music. And, and it's whether I'm her demographic or not, it's, it's a lot of music I listen to that I might not be the targeted audience, but it's still good music. I don't particularly care for her music. I think the execution could be better. I do think she need to find a producer and uh, she need to find a producer that she has that with, like what we saw with Sierra and Jazzy Faye and Sierra and Polo to Don. And, yeah. you know, what we see with, you know, the dream when he works with Beyonce and, You know, there are you sometimes you just got to get in that bag and not even being funny, but Summer Walker and her dad be baby daddy. They have fantastic chemistry musically. She puts out heat. And and in my opinion, she's not nearly as talented as Chloe is vocally. Yeah. But she works with some, she works with people that. Know her sound and her vibe, and they, they bring her vision to life musically.
0: <laughs> the toxicity,
1: yeah. I feel like nothing. I it is toxic too, but in terms of Chloe, I feel like that's what she's she might be missing. She hasn't gotten with a producer yet who could really execute her vision and bring whatever she's trying to convey to us to life.
0: I agree with
1: so that. that's what I will say. She's an immense talent, also. If I was to say something, the other sister, Haley, the one that's gonna be playing Ariel, she got the look in her eyes like she the real freak, it, like in the situation, like she she look she she look like she don't play no games.
0: It's the, it's always quiet ones.
1: It's the yeah, there it is. It's the quiet the quiet in her that that sweetness that we see on the outside. That girl is probably a fucking puma behind closed doors shit round <laughs> you know <laughs> but but either way leave both of them alone um especially women i expect men straight men to be fucking stupid but it's all, i'm always shocked when women go against their own principles and work against themselves we've all as women had to figure out and find our sexual selves and who we are sexually and how we want to convey our sexual selves um, allow those young women in space to do the same. I also just would like to say that I wouldn't mind whooping Will and jay to ass. Just I'm I'm just so fucking tired. Ty- I'm so upset that you slapped that man because now motherfuckers won't shut up now. If I could if I could rewind time, if I could hop in the time machine. I am I myself would stop you from slapping him just because I'm sick of hearing coons and white people's takes on the shit.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that deep. It really wasn't. It,
1: it wasn't that deep at all. It was I not a, that deep at all.
0: I am a nigga. Let me, let me say this. I am a nigga. Not only am I a nigga, I'm a nigga from the South. And not only am I a nigga from the South, I'm a nigga from the country South. I don't seen shit like this. I've seen niggas that have stomped the mud hole in other niggas we even looking at the old later on, let alone making like a honestly a very bad joke <laughs> to be honest. A
1: very bad joke and like, for y- and for years.
0: Like for years yeah so it really was that deep. deep so it
1: was just like like I feel it, like uh in my opinion name? it was like a level once a, a level once the weakest slap you could give a motherfucker is what that was.
0: Yeah it really was. It what um what my man's name? He kind of stupid too, but he had like the best take about it. Uh what his name was, um uh, Lakeith. He was like, Well shit, they just get slapped every day, b. That's where it should have started started and ended right there.
1: Absolutely. And I also want to say if you it's up to you how transparent you want to be on social media, and that's in any aspect, in any capacity. You decide how transparent you're going to be, but you have to remember that the more transparent you are, the more ground you give people to embed themselves in your personal life. I'm not saying you can't talk about it. I'm just saying that you got to be, remember, once you open that door, a million motherfuckers going to want to walk through and talk your business to you and tell you what they think what they what you think they know and what they think they know about your life. So while I'm sure Red Table Talk gave Jada a level of success she hadn't achieved in quite a bit, I don't I in a lot of times it feels like it's working against them. And I still feel like she is very nasty work for that whole August Alcena situation. Yeah. Like I I I don't feel like she was held accountable enough for it.
0: I, I felt like
1: yeah. a part of this could be her and Will's karma for how they tried to spin it and make him seem like the problem in the situation when in actuality Jada was the problem in that situation.
0: Yes, you were.
1: Like I I mean, I, shit,
0: we I mean, you know damn well she wasn't, you know, held accountable for her to herself. Here, then she took, in what, like the next week after or before here, she had fucking ti on the goddamn show about all, all fucking people.
1: Yeah, like at the Heineken so you know. Yeah, like I just I feel like she's weird. You know, she is very weird. Um, even the, after comments, her speaking to the media saying she wished Will hadn't done that and. She's not a woman that needs protecting. I just feel like she moves really weird. I don't have a problem with anybody holding their their partner accountable. But I feel like doing it in a space where everybody is already trying to kick him while he's down. You don't need to read comments about your wife talking about he ain't had to do that. I don't need nobody sticking up for me. Like, come I on. I will say
0: this, though. I will say this. In that, because... I feel like we need to be very, I mean, granted, we honestly are all tired of talking about this shit, to be perfectly damn honest, but uh, I feel like we need to be vigilant because there are like some of this stuff coming out about who said what is true, and then a lot of it is clickbait and fake. Because you read these articles and it'll be like, well, a source said that Jada said. Well, did Jada say it herself or the source? You know, so we got to be careful with that because a lot of people are using this shit as clickbait. To get clicks. And I'm going to be honest,
1: I'm not going to tune into the Red Table Talk to to see any more about this. Um, just because it ain't, it ain't, to me, it ain't nothing to talk about. Because a lot of this stems from this August outseating situation. Even the amount of vitriol she has received has been in regards to that situation. And I don't I don't agree with nobody, especially nobody white, calling that lady all kind of bitches and hoes and this that and the third. But if she had if she had if she had held herself accountable for that situation, I think the way people perceive her might be a bit different. But she basically tried to spin it like he was a boy toy who couldn't get his way, when in actuality he was a 23 year old he was a 23 year old young adult with mental health issues drug issues and was your son's friend all of those boxes should have told you to never cross no boundaries with that and he was looking to you you and will for guidance as mentors to help him figure his life out all of that put together you you did some predatory weirdo shit and then tried to spin it like he was the issue you was the issue yeah because you shouldn't have fucked him
0: Nasty work, very nasty
1: work. work. Which is to people living alternative lifestyles. If you, I don't like calling it alternative. I think we should absolutely normalize consensual non-monogamy. If if that's what people want to do and it's consensual, I absolutely think go go for it. Um, but y'all know, but like they knew better. You know that you have to vet people that you're bringing into that kind of situation. You know they need, you need to make sure they understand boundaries and what's what and, and this, that, and the third. There's no way you could establish those type of boundaries and understanding with somebody who has a drug addiction um, and has mental health issues. So just nasty work. But either way, I would turn back the hands of time because I'm sick of hearing white people and coons talk about it. Mm-hmm. I really am. Um, I want to get into... Black Ink Compton. Speaking of coons,
0: yeah, Segway Jones. Know me? <laughs>
1: I am so. I regret that we even watched season one, so that you motherfuckers could get a season two. <laughs>
0: because where's Black Ink Chicago when you need? It?
1: Because I have never disliked. Like I honestly feel like. Y'all might be two of the biggest supervillains to come across our screen in quite some time, KP and Tim. And what makes y'all supervillains is all so unwarranted. Like when we watch Housewives and we saw how shit went down with Phaedra and and Candy and... and, uh, what's the uh what's portia. the name portia and shit went down with nini and she like when we've seen and, and um cynthia when we've seen this go down like everybody has had a hand in that
0: mm-hmm. it's build
1: up it's build up there was no build up to this other than the fact that y'all cannot handle criticism about y'all's ability to lead and run a business
0: from women in particular
1: from women in particular black women edit. like literally nobody has disrespected you none of those women have disrespected the shop none of those women have disrespected y'all's families they said that y'all are not equipped to run the shop as well as lamir could and if we to be honest they are absolutely fucking correct Because Lemire Lemire has such a business mind that this motherfucker went to a whole different business venture and is running it fucking successfully.
0: Uh Even though he doesn't have his shop open yet, he still has enough successful business, which demonstrates his ability to... Happy uh, Ice
1: is so successful that they have a franchise in the fucking Dodger Stadium.
0: Yeah. The Dodger Stadium. So he already has proven his his business acumen and capabilities. Y'all ain't even got this damn shop open until now. Not only do
1: they have, not only does he have a brick and mortar Happy Ice, a Happy Ice in Dodger Stadium, he also has Happy Ice trucks.
0: You know, niggas love a truck, now. Nah. it me, I'm niggas. Your beef with Lemire is
1: unfounded. Your beef with Barbie, your beef with Nessie, your beef with voodoo doll and whoever else, all of it is founded on fucking ego that somebody would have the audacity to stand up to you when you're being fucking idiots. Yep. Y'all had absolutely no reason to disrespect voodoo doll like that. Not voodoo doll, the other one. Is it voodoo doll? I think so, Yeah. Y'all had no reason to disrespect her in that capacity. You had no reason to call her dumb or ditzy or anything else. Y'all have no right to dictate who can be who outside of that fucking shop. They can support whoever the fuck they want. They could be friends with whoever the fuck they want. They can go to pop-ups for whoever the fuck they want. Y'all do not have papers on these people's lives outside of what they do in that fucking tattoo shop and I'm sick and fucking tired uh, of everybody coddling y'all about this shit. Even your fucking manager, even your lead artist said, take your fucking ego out of this.
0: Mm -hmm. And like my thing with that was like I was I was hoping because maybe you know, unfortunately, you know, with niggas like KP and uh and Tim it's like y'all should be able to listen to damn reason regardless of who it comes from but clearly y'all don't listen to women so I was hoping that when he said it maybe we'll get through to they thick ass schools but hell, they we weren't even listening to him like you'll leave and especially because again and we talked about this last week Tim ain't no damn artist, at least KP is an artist. So if another artist, your lead artist at that is telling you, hey, chill the fuck out as someone who is in the business, your lead artist saying that something should have clicked in damn KP's head. Okay, maybe I need to chill out. and maybe Tim need to shut the fuck up. Cause again, Tim is not an artist. He just a dumb loud nigga that wear bucket hats. Yep.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Tim's mouth and KP's ego is going to be the death of that shop and that brand. Absolutely. And they'll have nobody to blame but themselves.
1: For sure. Which, I don't, here's the thing. Loyalty and blind loyalty is not the same. Loyalty includes holding the people closest to you accountable. Correct. Blind loyalty can get everybody fucked up and killed. Blind
0: loyalty is kind of Yep.
1: Blind loyalty is is not progressive or conducive to healthy friendships and relationships. You have to be able to tell a motherfucker where they're wrong, and that is my problem with their friend Armani who owns that food truck. When... Barbie came to try to talk to you and say, Hey, all of this is so much, right? It's like we, we should be, we, we got to do better than that. And for her to pop off, like you a snake, you disloyal. You ain't this, you ain't that you going basically on what KP saying is if I got this thing about, we, <laughs> I can't stand what motherfuckers act like pe- all of a sudden people don't lie. Mm especially adults. I hate that shit. It's established that adults be bold-faced liars. Mm-hmm. But when it suits you, then it's why would he lie? Motherfuckers lie all the time for no reason.
0: Niggas lie every day.
1: Niggas, wake up just to lie. Go to sleep on the lie. Dream about lies.
0: And Motherfuckers and th- lie. And my thing is, KP KP ain't God. Hell, his word ain't bond. Shit, that nigga his can lie. He can be in wrong? His word
1: ain't and his actions...
0: Don't and match his words.
1: He, yeah, and he can be held accountable, which I'm going to do some digging, and then we'll close out with Barbie and her fucked up relationship situation. There is no way that KP and Tim tout themselves as this, community that, and y'all are sitting on our TVs week after week so far, disrespecting and being nasty to black women.
0: Mm, speak on it.
1: You do not get to preach community togetherness, giving back charity or any of that when you can't even do something as simple as respect black women. When y'all not, and I hate when people are like, you got a black sister, you got a black mama, you got black kids, you got a black wife, a black. It shouldn't take none of that for you to be respectful of black women. That's,
0: especially that- when
1: they're not, especially when they're not disrespecting you.
0: That's exactly why I said I didn't give a fuck when Tim brought his um his grandma and his aunt to your own last episode. It's like cause I cause I see the G Cause I right and I see the jig. Cause again, I said like every time a motherfucker is, you know, rude or misogynistic or you know to anybody, but it's particularly a black woman, then you know, here we come with the, you know, you know, here go my black mama or my black grandma, or my black sister. It says, No disrespect to them, but I don't give a fuck how you treat them. For sure. Because you can, because you, one, like, you know, you just said, Candace, one, you not being your true honest self around them, you putting on, then when you get around other people and get from around them, then your true sh- color showing out. which is the same with KP and Tim. Like, I'm pretty sure KP ain't this way around Kyla. Well, I don't know this shit. for sure guy, not. But, but I know damn well he not like this around Kyla. Tim ain't like this around his grandma and auntie. But as we see on our TV all the goddamn time, when he around the, the the women in the shop, he literally his co-workers, other people, he a goddamn he got damn hell on wheels. Same with KP. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I was just saying this on um on um. When uh I was a guest on uh guest with Tia and Reese with shout out shout out to Tia and Reese, uh, episode coming soon. Yeah, um,
1: lounge Patreon content coming soon. Make sure you subscribe at the blue noise level. Treat yourself,
0: don't cheat yourself. We appreciate you. Hello, Segway Jones. Um, I just said it on um, on there, like how you treat me low-key don't really matter. Well, it do matter, let me not lie. But how you treat others when I'm not around. That, I
1: swear listen. to God, I just had this friend. This how we friends. This how this how you one of my best friends because I literally just had this conversation yesterday when I was getting my hair done, and I was saying that a lot of people oh turn the other cheek and turn a blind eye because somebody is good to them, mm-hmm. and they so they don't care when they're shitty to everybody else. I mm-hmm. don't want to be connected to people who are only good to me because what that tells me is. When my time is up, mm-hmm. when the rent come due, you ain't gonna have no problem treating me like shit, cause you treat everybody else like shit when you get good and ready. Mm-hmm. And that is how I feel about Tim and KP. And we mm-hmm. saw that we saw it with Star when he mm-hmm. came, when Tim came and started sideways at that brunch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I don't mean to get off track, but like me and Jeremy, our our point is, don't preach community shit when you don't even respect the biggest the, the biggest and most at risk part of the community and that's black women and i i ooh, let me tell you something i'm so glad a part of me is so glad that, that 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 we don't have anybody that's openly from the community on this on this cast because i can't imagine how y'all would treat the black lgbtqia I can't even fucking imagine. And yeah. if if y'all got on our fucking TV screens being nasty and and bigoted towards the community, we wouldn't even cover this show.
0: I agree.
1: Like y'all y'all are I mean, we barely covering I was about to say high. y'all are like one or two more missteps from us taking y'all out the lineup. Period.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say they like already. The first time y'all, called, on y'all
1: call y'all called a woman a bitch on this show, and I you coming out our lineup. Cause it's like, how much more? How much more y'all feel like y'all should be able to disrespect black women on TV?
0: You and which you know what's bad now that I think about it? Like, we almost like damn near done with this show. But like like original Black Ink, Black Ink New York, like they were this nasty, like well not, well, actually, no, they weren't completely this nasty uh when they first started out.
1: So with, I think with the original Black Ink, they was just a fool to every fucking body.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They weren't this bad.
1: Niggas was disrespecting women. Women was disrespecting niggas. But I they tell you disrespecting what. Niggas. We saw what type of character motherfuckers had when they did have black LGBTQIA on the show. We They're saw stupid. we saw how they treated them with respect.
0: That is true. Didn't one of them come out as bottom? Bi- like one of the dudes came out as bi- yeah, awesome. Kevin. yeah, Kevin, yeah, Kevin, yeah,
1: yeah, Kevin, who works in cat shop now? So I hope is, we get to see him.
0: Seafood Jones, what a, that's the one thing that is honestly tethering me to keep watching this damn show. Where the hell is be, cat coming where in?
1: Where are we going to be introduced to cat? That's what I want to know. Yes, that's what's keeping me as well interested. Um, but yeah, y'all, y'all are not good people. Y'all are not good, y'all are not pillars of the community. You cannot be a pillar of the community picking and choosing who who gets respected in the community. Like Black women as a whole are just extremely disrespected. So for y'all to be so comfortable disrespecting Black women while cameras are rolling and this is airing to the world, y'all should feel fucking embarrassed
0: fucking I mean, embarrassing i mean that's what i'm saying shoot <laughs> i'm talking about they just like oh that's what i'm saying like all the other black kings at least they cleaned up their act a little bit
1: and also i would just like to say kp you got a lot to say for a motherfucker who couldn't open up a shop without his daddy's help twice <laughs> he the,
0: for you defend you keep breaking that <laughs>
1: twice And Tim, you just were hanging on this fucking coattails. You don't do shit. You don't bring shit to the table. You don't have shit. You don't have a vision. You're not an artist. You just riding on this motherfucker's coattails trying to get a TV check. Damn. Don't talk shit about Lemire, because at least Lemire know how to open up some shit without having to ask daddy to get the permits cleared. (laughs) Oh, ass niggas, boy. Before we go, Barbie, let that damn way go. You two fine to be trying to marry a motherfucker who can't keep their dick in their pants. And, you re- and, and one of the things that's important for you is for him to keep his dick in his pants. Yeah, right. Like, I don't even know how much what else to say to that except for stop shortchanging yourself. It seems like he's not into monogamy and you are. Y'all are at a crossroads. Give it up, delicious.
0: Right, you y'all at a crossroads and his dick is at the other road. So leave it, leave it, leave, him, leave yeah, alone. Yeah, leave
1: it alone. Like Bone, that's her her fiance name. Get with somebody who's into consensual non monogamy. But y'all niggas, the, niggas don't like to do that because see what it is is. They just want to be getting new pussy, but they don't never want to stomach the fact that a woman could get some new dick.
0: Mm.
1: Because you don't seem like you're very much interested in a monogamous relationship with Barbie. You shouldn't have to be sharing locations for trust reasons versus safety reasons and shit like that. That is a huge red flag to me, going through phones. Y'all gotta, he gotta share his location with you 24-7 for you to know where he at to to make sure he ain't with some bitch. All of that is just so much to to have to shoulder on a daily basis on top of being a a parent, being a working woman and all this kind of shit. Why do you have to babysit what the fuck a man is doing? If he don't respect you and love you enough, to be to be faithful to you baby go get you somebody who will you is a beautiful girl you ain't going to be no skimp on attention niggas play step daddy to kids every fucking day get the fuck out that daddy in relationship your dad don't like him your people your friends don't really fuck with him like that it ain't meant to be anytime a motherfucker is at odds with almost everybody in your fucking life. It's it's them. It's not everybody in your life. That's the problem.
0: Speak on it. Just saying.
1: But that was it. Let's let's move to New York. This episode was muy caliente. I enjoy seeing this blow up with C's and Suzette.
0: And some oregano to it, didn't it?
1: Didn't it? Look, cayenne.
0: A nigga note, if you will.
1: Let me tell you. <laughs> um, first things first. Um, I still don't feel sorry for you, Caesar.
0: <laughs> they laying have, it on thick too, ain't it?
1: Have not, won't not.
0: Boy, they laying it on thick with the hoop feel bad for Caesar.
1: Listen. I just every,
0: do not boy, feel third. Damn, every shot you see or see, he just walking around like somebody just shot his dog and shit. <laughs> like, boy. I because, just feel so bad. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> you motherfucker, you. you <laughs> before
1: we get here, I just want to know how Kwani is so gung ho about moving to the South and she can't deal with a fucking bug.
0: Girl, thank okay. I'm thankful you here because girl, and especially Atlanta, girl, <laughs> you're gonna deal with some bugs, you're gonna deal with some mosquitoes, water bugs, girl. You coming to the south?
1: Water bugs, some spiders, some mosquitoes. Some mosquitoes. Um, <laughs> this- like girl, what the fuck you thought the south was? and you talking about living in an area that hasn't even um, been cleared out yet? What you think is in them woods?
0: Right? Hello. <laughs> Listen, you better you better get them goddamn um fairy tale dreams or whatever the fuck you think the south is. You better get that get that shit out your mind.
1: You know why it ain't a whole bunch of bugs in New York? Cause ain't no trees in that motherfucker.
0: Right. (laughs) You know what y'all got in New York? Rats. The
1: the concrete jungle ain't shit there. Right. Like give like you
0: doing too much. Yeah, I mean that's just corny in general.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say I was not. I didn't I wasn't upset to see Van and it seems like that Van and Ryan and the other guys, while they may not be friends, there may have been a conversation and things have been dead amicably. Mm-hmm. Because Van didn't have nothing negative to say when they brought up the Chicago crew. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that, especially because it Van made that situation what it was.
0: <laughs> right
1: listening to Charmaine and shit. Yeah.
0: And also, I mean, we didn't need to see Van come on another damn show being messy as hell.
1: No, he wasn't being messy at all. And it's really good to know that he's been able to still capitalize on the Black Ink franchise by co-owning a shop with Caesar down in Houston. That's, you know, that's always good. And um, I'm glad that it's successful or whatever. Um...
0: Look like he lost a little bit of weight. He, look, little, he do little look little
1: like bit. he lost weight. He look good. look healthy. Yeah. But that's what happened when you not constantly keeping up mess to, to have a, tea, a check on TV.
0: <laughs> right. Like, I'm not, not
1: even trying to be funny, but, and I think we've said this before, we can tell when the mess on these shows goes from organic to fabricated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can tell.
1: You can always tell. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was cool to see Van and I'm glad he's doing well.
0: I guess that's what happened when you're not listening to Charmaine. You can drop a few pounds, I guess.
1: You could drop a few pounds and you can run a tattoo shop successfully when she don't have a hand in it. Mm-hmm. Like if we being honest, Charmaine is the only one out of, mm-hmm. out of the Chicago crew who whose shop is shitty. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not saying but I'm just
1: saying And when she was at 9 Mag It was always some shit When she yeah. left 9 Mag it started running Like a well oiled machine yeah. Once Van Stopped fucking with Charmaine and went and did His own shit independently of, of Charmaine and 9 Mag it's running Like a well oiled machine
0: I'm just saying it seems like well, The common The
1: mess denom- That's the show title <laughs> Common demesimator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying it's looking like the problem with Charmaine. I'm just saying. Just saying.
1: Yep. Um, but let's get into season Suzette because let me tell you something, Suzette.
0: Mm.
1: Bitch. <laughs> count your motherfucking days. Count your <laughs> motherfucking days because any time you got me siding with fucking Caesar mm. and you got me saying shit like she is gaslighting him, mm. bitch. Count your days. <laughs> you you count your silicone circulating days.
0: Mm. You got me agreeing with a nigga named Caesar.
1: Like. Mm
0: nasty work
1: nasty work nasty now she gaslit him the whole fucking episode the whole episode and let me tell you something the caesar that exists now is not the caesar from season one of black ink when he only had one shop that he was running with puma yeah Black Inc. is a franchise now. He has several fucking shops across the U.S. In what world did you expect this man to be able to come to the, 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 the Dominican Republic with with you for, for weeks at a time? Like he don't have several shops to to keep running. And then when he was there for the time that he was there, You were fucking mean to him. Extremely. That man ain't tell you to go get all that silicone shot in your behind. You were so busy trying to be a plastic Barbie. Mm. That now your whole fucking, your life is in danger.
0: Your aura. But that's not Steve's
1: problem and that's not his fault. And the fact that he took any time to travel to a whole nother country with you and make sure you're okay. And then when he had to leave, he made arrangements for somebody else to come in and help you as needed. That nigga did everything he was supposed to do as your man and a provider. Every fucking thing. He did everything he was supposed to do as a partner. And you were nasty, and then was like, friend. I ain't even trying to be funny, but I've, I've, the bitch told him, I'm, I gotta get rid of all this negative energy around me, and that includes you.
0: But it, it, listen, when she said that, and I swear to God, I said this out loud. I was like, the same motherfucker that, the same motherfucker that cussed out a, a whole ass child on the internet is talking about negative energy. I know you lying.
1: The same motherfucker who don't have nobody else there for her but him. And when he left, you couldn't even call on nobody else that you know to come down and help you as you go through this process of trying to get the silicone removed from your body. Not your mom, not your auntie, not your uncle, not your best friend, not no cousins, nobody. He's had to send One of his employees to help you out. Friend. You've had this conversation with me before. We've had this conversation when we talk about how. Because as a, as a whole. Straight men typically do not carry their weight. in relationships, especially on the domestic side. They absolutely should be tasked with being providers. And going above and beyond in and in, in providing and being accountable for finances and shit like that because they just do not carry their weight on the on the domestic labor part of things. Bitch, this man was doing what he was supposed to. Y'all don't even have no kids together, so we can't even talk about domestic labor. All right. This motherfucker was providing And you know what She said you think it's just about Providing and, and, and taking care Of home well, yeah that's exactly what the Fuck it's about yeah, You right. can tell when a motherfucker don't know That they have it good because You don't You so used to him providing For you and handling the finances and taking Care of you you don't know what it's Like to be without that Ever since y'all got together that motherfucker Been providing for you and affording you a certain lifestyle, cause you're a realtor, a realtor. So I know your shit took a hit during the pandemic. You're right. I know for a fact your shit took a hit during the pandemic, and you wasn't bringing in the money that you were once bringing in. So I'm, I would bet my bottom dollar that a a huge portion of the financial load rested on Caesar's shoulders, and the fact that he never skipped a beat to the point where you saying okay you so you you provide so what you was you're you're a you're a bitch and i'm so i want to slap seeds in his mouth because it shouldn't have taken this for you to see that that woman is a piece of fucking trash after she cussed your daughter out on the internet
0: that part that part that 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 right there is why it's like yeah good for you for waking up C's, but also nigga and i have kept bringing this up ever since we talked about C's since it's happened i have not forgotten that she did that shit and you chose you chose to stay with her and it's not until this where you like well maybe not like nigga that should have been that should have been the cut off right goddamn death when she did that shit talked about your child that should have been the end of it right there i'm like well i mean I might have been providing, but girl, you crossed the line. So good, good luck, good, good luck booking that stage you speak of. That should have been the end of it right goddamn there. Yep. Suzette got a
1: nasty attitude. She is mean as fuck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I don't even, I don't have nothing positive to say about this woman. If we, even if we take out the fact that you cussed a child out on the internet and said such mean and disparaging things about her uh, on the internet, where we forever remembered, I could go pull up the fucking IG post right now.
0: Mm -hmm. But just wish the fact that that never got deleted. By the way, continue,
1: yeah. Just it's the fact that you were so nasty to somebody who reworked their whole schedule both personally and professionally to help you out says a whole fucking lot all because you made some piss poor health decisions nobody told you to go uh, buy no fake ass in the dominican republic for for 13 dollars mm. you did that Not when you got silicone floating through your body now, <laughs> silicone all in your mic talking about that's a pretty good deal, is it? Not when the shit,
0: not when the shit got fucking um um dentures, old dentures in the motherfucker head. She got an ass full of cock, <laughs> she got an ass full of um for the old wet newspaper. Shit, that ain't no good deal. He used to tell
1: me you get what you pay for. Well, that still ain't, then it ain't a good deal. She just got what she paid for, but it wasn't a good deal. Yeah. The shit was a bad deal. Yeah, She, she got went ass south, for- just like that silicone did in her body.
0: Yeah, she got an ass full of wet uh, wet napkins and shit. That ain't no good deal.
1: <laughs> yeah, we talk about Suzette. That bitch got a, a, a body full of balloons now. And
0: yeah, and she got a bottle, a bottle, a body for the old Converse. There ain't no goddamn. Yeah,
1: for sure. That bitch got an ass full of rubber tires now. God dog. Inflatable tube man. Yeah, two she man. wacky and wacky well and in inflatable tube man booty. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck her. Um. That's all I had to say. It going seem to get a little more spicy. I just want to say in the previews for the episode that's airing tomorrow, how a bitch that's facing super duper fed time asking for seeds to open the shop with her. Bitch, you was going to jail, Tati. Yeah.
0: You're going to jail.
1: You're going to jail. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. Speaking of jail, um, lock Martell Hope up. before we jump before we jump there i just want to point out that regardless of what lies tisha believes and has allowed her mama to feed her kimmy has always been fair kimmy has always been unbiased in bullshit and it's evidenced by her going to tisha and saying hey Mel invited your cousin, and your cousin was talking shit about you at this Christmas pajama party. Kiki, your cousin Kiki was there talking cash money shit.
0: Your cousin Kiki was a kiki <laughs>
1: Um, and I'm glad that Kimmy told her because it was the right thing to do.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, she, I feel like
0: she would have been fake if she didn't tell Tisha.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was the right thing to do. And let me let me say this. I, I got a dragging in my spirit for mail because you know that Kimmy and Tisha are sister-in-laws, even if they don't speak all the time, even if they're not super duper close, that is her sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Why would you put me in a position where I even have to go and tell my sister-in-law that I heard mm-hmm. you talking shit about her with her cousin? Mm-hmm. If you had any respect for me as your friend, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have done that in my presence. We're getting to the root. Especially when you rut. know that me and Tisha have a strained relationship ourselves. But unlike you, unlike Mel and Tisha, Kimmy and Tisha cannot escape each other because they are sister in laws, two brothers who are very fucking close.
0: Yep. Regardless of their strained relationship or the bumps in the road, they are family. And you knew that, Mel. You absolutely knew that. You knew... Go ahead.
1: No, I was about to say, and that was fucking messy, and Mm -hmm. that was not what good friends do. Mm -hmm. You don't put Kimmy in a position where her back is against the wall, and she has to go tell her sister-in-law that you were at a party where you and her cousin was talking shit about her, and and you heard all of it. Don't right. put me in that kind of position.
0: Because Kimmy even had one or two positions. She either say nothing and be fake as fuck, or she tells it, and now Tisha has to make a decision to confront her cousin, which we saw, and also confront Mel, which she has the right to do, because Mel, what the fuck was that? You knew you was being missed.
1: I said it, and I'm going to keep saying it. I don't have a problem with male wanting to be a bully. I don't have a problem with male wanting to be a bad guy. I have a problem with male being messy and mean as fuck and then hiding her hand.
0: Giving the, you know what it is? You know what it is? She she is giving the love and light girls teas where it's all yeah. love and light and positivity. Meanwhile, you being an absolute bitch. Exactly. That's exactly and what it is. And,
1: and the thing is, you and Tisha have, have jugged at each other. And it, and it bears repeating, and i said again, when it comes to Melody and Martell, I will always side with Melody because in this whole situation, she has been on the side of right. But when it comes to Melody and some of her, her friendships with the other women, she has not been so kind.
0: Yeah, and if you want us, because, I mean, we did talk about it a bit last night. I mean, not last night, uh, last episode, if she does feel, you know, a bit jaded or hurt that you know Martell did all of these things to her, and these people decided to still remain friends with her, that I feel that's also fair. However, again, say she it. need to stand up and say it. Stand say up it in with your chest. Shit.
1: Like, and hey, it, I, I I would love for us to continue a friendship, but as long as y'all are friends with my ex, who who can has drug and continues to try to drag me through the fucking mud and treat me poorly i can't be close to y'all
0: not as close
1: yeah i can't be as close to y'all as i once was especially destiny because this motherfucker needed some baby oil and the first person he called was destiny that tells me a lot about where their friendship sits at even if we don't see it on our screens Um, off camera destiny and martel are are still very close so I understand her position with Destiny, but again, stand up, say it with your chest, because can't nobody whip your ass if you don't want to be as close to them as you once were.
0: But but here also in lies another problem with that. Right. So it's like, OK, I can't fuck with y'all as much because I still feel the way that y'all still friends with Martell for how he did me, which I think is reasonable and fair. Not saying she has the right to police that, but I feel like she has the right to distance herself. She, right? ha- she so definitely
1: you, does. You're right.
0: Yeah, right. But if, but in that same vein, if you're gonna do that, then you need to stop being the fuck mess.
1: <laughs> exactly. If, you, if you're if you going to distance yourself, distance yourself and leave them folks' name out your mouth. There you go. Call it square.
0: Because you want them to do the same to you. So, as a grown titty woman, male... You two plus two should equal her two, beloved. I'm just saying it.
1: Exactly. Which, while we're here, I know we're going a little bit out of sequence, but while we're here, um, the cousin Kiki is definitely giving me jealous. Um am okay, glad
0: we here because... because just- her,
1: her grievance with Tisha, in my opinion, does not warrant the way she carried on with Mel. First things first, Kiki said that some years ago, she found out from Mel that Tisha and Marceau had told some of her personal business to Mel and Martell. Tisha says what she told was just to give Martell and Mel a heads up about what their cousin had going on because they had invited her into their home. First of all, I'm gonna be honest, Tisha was doing what she was supposed to do as a friend. If somebody got some some hot wild ass nut loco shit going on, you need to be careful about having them in your house around your kids and shit. Yeah,
0: even if they're family.
1: Even if they're family. Yeah,
0: like I no there
1: it is. If if Mike if if I tell Mike, um, if he like invite my cousin over and I'd be like, um, babe, that's my cousin who be stealing, and shit. They be around here stealing and and Mike be like oh shit okay well let i'm gonna just tell them we canceled this shit and you know call. that's what you're supposed to do yeah you look out for people when they inviting people that you know might not be on the up and up into their home yeah that's just common courtesy or for example we don't want to fuck we don't want to fuck with people who be doing coke in the open do that on your own time if we, go invite, if we don't invite a couple over and they're friends with somebody else, we know they'd be like, yeah, them motherfuckers like to get, they like to get that shit up their nose and get crazy. Guess who won't be getting an invitation?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't feel like what Tisha did was so violating. And Tisha apologized for it. Right? She
0: and That's Kiki the part I didn't both understand. said
1: that Tisha apologized for it. They had moved on from it. So, to me, it's just very much given jealous. Jealous me, that Tisha and Marceau are now in a different tax bracket than they once were. Tisha is living a much flashier lifestyle than she once was. And you I'm, wish it was you.
0: I'm going to be honest. I, I can see that. For me, it didn't give jealousy. For me, it gave I can get a check. That's mm. what it gave for me. Because the part that you just said, if okay, if you felt the way, and you and Tisha, and this was four years ago, and you and Tisha talked about this, and she apologized, and you both acknowledged that, then why the fuck are you here? <laughs> like, that, like if I, like that's what, like if she apologized, and y'all supposedly, well, at least in Tisha's mind, y'all moved on. What the fuck is going on? So like, either you lied that you didn't accept the apology, and you still feel the way, or you just here for a check. One of the goddamn two is 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 a fact, because otherwise, why the hell are we here?
1: Exactly. Like it,
0: it, especially when this was four goddamn years ago.
1: Yeah, this was so long ago. Like, it it made absolutely no sense other than I I want to be seen. Yes, I want to be seen, and then you. But how you want to be seen with that wig?
0: So she so okay, so because y'all know sometimes I watch this shit on YouTube. And when I tell you the comments was like that, Kiki look more like Wanda than Tisha do.
1: That and I'm like, like, I'll be damned if a, I don't see it. <laughs> that wig she did. was an atrocity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> From the wig to the face. I'm like,
1: who was, it, Wanda it was all like a mess? It was
0: Tisha or Kiki?
1: <laughs> it was all a mess. Um, so this conversation with Marceau, Maurice, and Lewis. First of all, I don't know if Mike noticed. So he in the background, and he about to he about to lose his shit. Tiffany is only thirty four, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and Lewis is only forty one.
0: no way!
1: Ain't no way she's thirty four.
0: Ain't no way.
1: Ain't no fucking way, boy. Tiffany look at least 44. <laughs> She's she younger than me and Mike. That ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> ain't no fucking way that lady is no 34. I, I, I could have swore she was in her late 40s. And ain't no way Louis 41. That motherfucker looks 61. Her mom must be white. Yeah, that must be her, her half white side. She aging like a banana. <laughs> Lewis look 51. <laughs> like they look like the oldest couple on the show. Ooh, shit. I oh, thought man. I thought Tiffany was gonna be older than Kimmy.
0: Oh man. Ooh, that was funny. <laughs>
1: um, I am still astonished that Lewis don't understand where he misstepped, and I am very astonished that at 41, you don't understand that different relationships have different boundaries. (laughs) Example, me and Jeremy have been friends over a decade now, if I'm to be honest, right? It's been over a decade now we've been friends. Mm -hmm. The boundaries that Jeremy and I have are completely different than the boundaries that we would have with somebody who we've been friends with for six months to a year. Yeah. There is a certain level of respect and and comfort that comes with friendships growing older
0: right like i can't make the same joke uh with someone that i just met him been friends with for like for like 2 months that i can with him. it's a different level
1: it's a different level and also levels when, to it this com- shit. when it comes to certain things when it comes like you know full transparency jeremy talks to me about his dating life and if i were to give my opinion on something I, I know how to do it without one being nasty, being negative. And I understand the boundaries that we have in place as friends that I could get my message across without being overbearing. Somebody you've been friends with for a few months is not going to understand that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they shouldn't be speaking on that unless you solicit their opinion.
0: Yeah. Cause I was about to say, no shade. If we just met, you don't need to be coming on my life <laughs> If we just met.
1: <laughs> and so like, I was okay with Marceau dragging Lewis to hell. It needed to happen. You are not, y'all, even if you've known him business-wise, even if Tiffany knew him when he worked at some other place, that is not the same, a business relationship or a business acquaintanceship is not the same as a fucking friendship. Lewis and Tiffany do not know Marceau and Tisha personally enough to keep trying to stick their toes in them folks' marriage. And granted, I do think their marriage has got some shit that needs to be worked out if it can be worked out. Absolutely. But I'm also not walking up to Tisha and Marceau giving my opinion on their relationship. They may never hear this fucking podcast and hear what I think of them and their marriage. But what I do know is I would never walk up to them and be like, y'all need to get in some fucking counseling. Y'all marriage is shitty. So I feel like Lewis is 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 being willfully obtuse. I do. I did like the fact that Maurice held Marceau accountable.
0: Yeah, he held both of them accountable.
1: He did, and I appreciated that because both you motherfuckers was crossing boundaries.
0: And you're too damn old to be doing that shit.
1: Too fucking old for all that chaos. And especially, really
0: especially you lurch. You ain't no goddamn 41. I don't give a damn you what you're at least
1: say. 51, nigga. I need to see a birth certificate, baby. Yeah, like nigga, them, your chin I'm alone. Them, I'm like the AAU you. coaches when they see a kid come in, it's like 6'4, but he 11. I right. need to see a
0: birth certificate, baby. Like I'm, I need to see some information because boy, you at your chin alone at least 15 years old.
1: Exactly. I <laughs> I want to talk about this conversation with Mel and Tiffany. And this is what I say that Tiffany does a lot of boundary crossing because you didn't need to, don't worry about why the fuck them kids wasn't at the book signing. If they wasn't at the book signing, you should just assume that it wasn't Martell's weekend to get them fucking kids. And this is what I say when I, when me and Jeremy just said, we understand Mel distancing herself from their friend circle because motherfuckers continue to tout um, uh, Martel as if he is some beacon of fucking truth and transparency. He is a fucking liar. If we know nothing else about Martel Holt, he is a fucking liar. That we saw it in real time, the way he lied, cheated, and mistreated and disrespected his wife and fucking kids. So to be sitting up here talking about it's his side, her side, and the truth. He is a known liar. Right? He a known liar. He a compulsive fucking liar.
0: Yeah, the nigga lied on the goddamn reunion.
1: (laughs) He is a known fucking liar. No, there is no his side, her side, and the truth. And uh, uh, again, here, motherfuckers require Mel to explain herself when she's not the one who did anything fucking wrong. You shouldn't have to explain to anybody why your kids were not at his book signing on your weekend. And even if even if there was no definite family, even if you and your kids wanted to lay around the house and y'all PJs and eat popcorn cookies and watch movies all fucking day, it was your weekend to do that. And you do not have to compensate and make concessions for Martel on your weekend. You could have planned a book signing on your weekend, you dumb bald headed ass nigga. <laughs> you motherfuckers always pointing the finger at Mel y'all always want to talk about the punch but don't never want to talk about the slap that led to the punch mm. that man repeatedly slaps Mel tries to manipulate Mel tries to control Mel and tries to spin a narrative amongst their friend circle that she is doing him oh so dirty since the divorce when it's never that way
0: cause I was just about to say he, he, he tries to to manipulate and control y'all.
1: Like he is always trying to spin shit to make it seem like Mel is the problem and he, he is the savior and all of this. He's a terrible fucking person. You're not gonna sit up here and tell me that book signing couldn't be couldn't have been planned for a weekend you had the kids. At the very least, when you nailed a date down, you should have let Mel know, hey. I want to do a book signing with the kids that I with for the book that I did with the kids. I know it's usually your weekend, but I was hoping maybe we could switch off and I could get them that weekend.
0: You're right. But that's what that's what a that's what someone who wants to healthily co co-parent and uh make it work amicably. That's what a sane person would want to do. Martel hold is not a sane person. He's a petty ass bitch. For
1: sure. For sure. Also, um, I do, I do applaud Tiffany's transparency in talking about her first marriage. Um, I agree with Mel that it takes a lot to stand up and hold yourself accountable for the fucked up shit that you did. And she literally said that she left her marriage because she was selfish and she wanted a better lifestyle and a better, a better financial standing in life than what she was getting with her husband at the time her Mm ex-husband but that he loved her unconditionally but she was selfish and she hurt him by leaving a lot of people can't stand up and own their shit like that
0: i mean it's about time to stand up and some hell
1: and be transparent and tell the truth that man was broke and you ain't want that life no more and you know what that's fair that's fair but, but sometimes when you do stuff like that, you got to realize that you're going to be stepping on somebody else to get to what you want. And you got what you want. I hope that you are happy. And I appreciate you being honest and transparent in this episode. Mm. Um, Next week looks like it's going to get messy with Tiffany. Um, first of all, is Destiny on crack? <laughs> because she said in that preview, she tells Mel, oh, I never said that. Mel pulled up the text message and she, like, I don't say that. It's your name, it's your number. Who said it?
0: Right, she, she, like, uh, she, like, that, um, that skit on Chappelle's show, that Rick James skit. You know, I never did things just to do them. What am I just go over and drag my feet on somebody's couch like it's something to do? Come on, I got a little more sense than that. Yeah, I remember dragging my feet in this couch. That's that's that's
1: exactly. But that's it for this week. We we were supposed to do a video episode this week. We'll probably get to it next weekend. The thing about the video episode is we just gotta we gotta time it properly because with Love and Marriage Huntsville being back, we can't do it on a Saturday evening like we would normally do. Yeah.
0: So we'll probably, we would miss out on Huntsville.
1: Yeah. So we'll, we'll be bringing you a video episode before April get its ass on up out of here because y'all deserve that from us. And I think next week might be the week because it looked like everything gonna be messy in the shows that we have and that we're watching. Um, go check out the patreon at the red noise level. you get ratchet Reloaded which is our companion show and you get a ton of other great content. At the Blue Noise level, you get the wind down, you get video content and everything else. So, be sure to, to treat yourself and also your your uh, subscription to our Patreon definitely keeps the network going. We fuck with y'all heavy. Um, we'll see y'all back here next week then, right? Yep. Alright, peace niggas. Bye.